Just needs a ride. 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 Ain't got no money. Just needs a ride. Ain't got no way. Just needs a ride. Just needs a ride. Just needs a ride. He needs to go. Just needs a ride. Just needs a ride. Just needs a ride. Just needs a ride. What's this? What's this podcast called? It's called Justin Needs a Ride. I was just about to do that. I was just about to do that. We're recording. Oh. Are we recording? Don't be that guy. Okay. There's so many podcasts already do that. We don't, like, I don't, I, I want to be the one podcast that doesn't have a guest. That, like, are we recording? But no, this is a, this is a podcast. Yeah? It's called Justin Needs a Ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm Justin. And my guest is Striker Sprintlock. Hello. Should we mention the make and model of the car that we're in? Oh, that's nice. This we should be a new feature. We should do that. I, sh- I wish we did that with Ryan's. Man, I wish I ran this podcast. I wish I like couldn't drive still, so I could do this better than you. Because <laughs> I know I would. I'm very ambitious. I got a lot of good ideas. I'm already getting the ball rolling on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And we've been in the car for like two seconds. We've been in the car longer than two seconds because we've been recording for a minute. Yeah. So that's 58 seconds, longer than two seconds. Well, whatever. You know. And then, like, we were in the car before I started recording. We haven't gotten on the highway yet. Yeah. That is true. So we're leaving Westport Plaza because I was just hosting at the Funny Bone. Yeah. And you came to... to... Which is weird. Why is that weird? No, it's weird because of the circumstances surrounding it. What do you mean? Tuesday, I host the open mic for the first time there in, like, the two years I've been going there. And I was like, oh, are they getting, like, are they want me to host or some shit? And I'm like, no, Justin got it. It's like, okay, good. Because now I don't have to drop out of Kronberg. Oh, yeah, you did. You opened for Big Kronberg that Wednesday. I did. How was that? It's okay. Uh, it's a big crowd. Uh, I don't know. I was very low energy that night. The front table was cool, but they were, like, kind of holding back their laughs, which is, you know, but they enjoyed it. Uh... Yeah, I, I made uh, I made homemade flyers in the back because I'd forgot my shameless flyers in the car, and if I went out to get them, they wouldn't let me back in the building because they start carting early at Blueberry Hill. Right. So I just made flyers in the back and I gave them to the front table, and they're like, "Oh, this is great," and the girl was really hot. Did you Do you think they'll be coming? I hope so because I want to see that girl again. Jesus Christ. Uh, I was supposed to work the door at that show. Yeah. But. I forgot who ended up... I don't know who ended up doing it. Oh, some Blueberry Hill employee. Oh. Ugh. That's why... And it's weird the way they run things. I think because, like, we... Because Bare Knuckle used to do shows up there. Yeah. And then they, uh, I guess, evicted us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the term for it. Uh, and it was, like, because we weren't making enough money... And it wasn't that it was we weren't making enough money to pay them to like use the room. Is that we weren't making enough money like at the bar to tip their waitstaff? Because oh. like, because how it works is they have a doorman and they have uh, a bartender, and the bartender and the doorman split the tips. So if they get so the bartender so like people tip fifty dollars at the bar, then like they have to split twenty five bucks. A piece, which is weird that okay. they tip that they, you have your doorman works for tips. That is weird. 
but it's I don't know. And then, but we're not we're not going back there. Uh, Where are y'all going? We don't know yet. Oh, was, we got the premiere show this on on Wednesday. And not going. <laughs> we got the premiere show on Wednesday, and then we don't know. I don't, we don't know where we're gonna do have a venue at for a normal show. Uh, we've been looking around. Or we haven't we haven't been looking around. Uh, I'm lying. I don't want to make it seem like we're more productive than we actually are. No, I, I know. I know what you guys do. <laughs> we haven't. I like. I haven't been to a meeting in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't go to the last one because I was at the Funny Bone, and then I don't know. I don't remember why I wasn't at the one before that. I'm trying to remember. I can't for the life of me. Uh, you you used to be in a sketch group. You were in a sketch group that never like happened. Yeah, we never did anything. <laughs> Which is weird. It was uh, me, me and Jeremy Helwig did the bulk of the work, right. meaning all of it. And then Amy would like help sometimes. And then Ben had some ideas. And then Nathan and Kenny were like satellites. They were just kind of like floating around it without actually doing anything. Although yeah. Kenny had some ideas. Nathan. Didn't really contribute a whole lot. Uh, what were we called? We were gonna be called Body Farm or Body Job. I remember. Yeah, there was a like. I remember I pitched a name. And I yeah, what it was yours called. was a death in the family. A death in the family. Which that's good. It's a bit twee for my taste. What does that mean? You've been posting that. You've been doing that a lot. What is twee? It's just whatever I find like irritating in a way I can't really describe. I call it twee. <laughs> so you just made up a word. No, for no, no. It. That's a real word. Oh. But I'm just using it. Probably wrong. What's do you know the definition? <sighs> Wes Anderson. Is it in Wes Anderson movies a lot? It's, Wes Anderson movies are described as twee. It's very just like I don't know, cutesy maybe. I'm not entirely sure what the definition is. I know the connotation. Connotation is Wes Anderson. <laughs> Words are interesting, I think. Yeah, words are neat. But we're gonna. Amy's idea was body farm, I think, because body farm where like they research forensics and let bodies right. rot. And then there's a Swans lyric that's uh, body to body, job to job. And I thought that was cool. And if you take out the comma in the middle, then the middle of the phrase is the word body job. And I was like, oh, that sounds sexual and violent. That'd make a good name. So I wanted to be called body job. You do base a lot of your, like, the names you come up with stuff or, like, based off, like, bands you like. Yeah, I think it's the best way to do it. Yeah, because the name from Picnic Time came from a Paraubu album. Yeah, New Picnic Time. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I cut off the new was because I thought if people Googled it, it would be easier. If, yeah. If it wasn't exactly the thing. No, yeah, I think it's the only... Because I remember Googling it early on, and, like, just Picnic Time, and I don't think there was anything for it. Yeah, see? And then, uh... I want to do an open mic called Hip Priest after the, uh fall song I just think it sounds cool it's a bad idea there's no reason for it but I'm just like yeah Hip Priest it's a fucking great name that's a weird name for an open mic I mean cause I, I mean it is it's weird to name an open mic I know like well, they do it in like Chicago uh, yeah when we were in Chicago they named a lot of the open mics like I don't even I, I don't even remember the name of the bar we were at but the name of the open mic was Beer Belly yeah it was Pint Pint that's what it was called yeah uh, uh, I just want to make up for the horrible name of Contraceptive Comedy. It's not a good name, but it's what stuck. And I want to do something better than that. Yeah. Well, that was like, you know, that was early on. That was a long time. It's almost... I was 16 years. 
16 years old. It's, it's almost, Jesus, yeah, it's July, almost two years now. July of 2013. Yeah. Yeah, Christ. You got any big plans for the two-year show? Oh, the two-year show is going to be Jeremy's yeah. wedding show, right? Yeah, Jeremy's wedding show. He's picking the lineup and he's headlining. Yeah, I forgot about I that. I told him I wanted to do an episode of Comedy vs. Everything where we roast him and Liz, his fiance, is the roast master. I think that'd be fun. Well, are they down for that? I think Jeremy is. I don't know about anybody else. I hate that this... <laughs> I don't know what this podcast is yet, because this is the second one. No, this is the third one I've recorded, but it's the second one I'm going to put out. What happened to the first? The first one I recorded with... Because I've had the idea for a while now, and I had I recorded one with Brandon. I'm going to mention this every episode. Yeah. I recorded one with Brandon last summer. Yeah. And then I just never put it out. Oh. And, like, I still have the files somewhere. Yeah. But uh, I never put it out, and then... We're, like, doing podcasts now because Andrew has his podcast and then Christian has one. I was thinking about starting a podcast, actually. Really? Yeah. I know we'll talk about it, and then I'll talk about your other failed ideas. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I really like the name Adult Halloween as a podcast. Literally just because when I, on Halloween I was in Mahalovich and I told him about like the night I was having and just how weird it was and like all the girls I was talking to and he just like shrugged and said, Adult Halloween, man. And I was like, that's a good name for something. But I don't know if I call it that. But I also want to do a podcast where it's just me uh, interviewing women over the age of 25. Because <laughs> I don't know, I think it's just interesting to just pick their brains a little bit, kind of, you know, just get into what makes them tick. Not like as women, but just like as people, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I never mention the fact that there it's always a woman. It's just like, this is my guest, and for some reason, it's always a grown woman. That's, a, that's all I it's thought like, of. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not bad. Yeah. But it's just, just like, why? Yeah, and also because it's you. It's weird. Cause yeah. Because for a while, you had a thing for older women. You still kind of do have a thing for older women. Yeah, but I'm growing into it because I'm becoming older. It's yeah. not weird anymore. It's just normal. No, it's not weird anymore. I mean, I guess, like, I don't know, it depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think that's part of why I'm doing it. I think it's a redeeming thing. Mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> I do, I think it's... So, like, because for a while you just viewed them as sexual objects, and now you're like, they're people, you know? And it's kind of... Well, I figured, yeah, a little bit of that. They were people to me back then, but they were, uh, you know... Mostly sexual objects. I guess. It's hard to admit to, but yeah, I suppose. Uh, so this is me, my way of saying, you know, sorry for uh, the boners. Sorry for all the boners. And the pre- that should be the name of that podcast. Sorry, oh, for, the sure, sorry, sorry for, for the boners. Sorry for the boners. boners. <laughs> yeah. You want to be on it? <laughs> yes. No, you're too I would, young. You're too young. I you're love not to over you. 25. Oh, man. No, I'm not. Uh, I... What was... Uh, I was... Your other fail, because I know, who was it? There's the cup. That was another Para-Ubu reference. Yeah. And that was going to be your philosophy podcast. With Ryan Dalton? Yeah. There's the cup. Should we explain what that means? No. Okay. We shouldn't explain what that means. That's still a fucking great name. I should call my podcast that. Something. I need to do something with that name. Jesus Christ. It's such a great phrase. There's, There's the, the cup. cup. God. Yeah, I mean, if there if people that listen to this are interested enough, they can find it themselves. No, I don't think they will. Well, if they just Google Perubu, there's the cup. Yeah, they, yeah, they could. Yeah. 
So Google Peruubu, there's the cup, and you'll find it. I'm not, it's, and it takes too long to explain. Uh, See, I'm, I'm attempting to build a mythology over here in St. Louis comedy. What made, like, what even made you and Ryan want to do that? Uh, we were just hanging out a lot. It was before, uh, I, you and I became close. It was back when Ryan and I were really good friends before we drifted away, sort of. Because I came in. Right. That's kind of what happened. This is like you, you and Ryan were really good friends. We'd hang out all, all the time. We'd just talk shit. And then I came in, and now I'm really good friends with both of you guys. And like you two, as like a as a couple, don't really hang out anymore. Yeah. Also, he's got that girlfriend, Kelly, yeah. who's awesome. But, no, yeah, I, yeah, I love Ryan's girlfriend. She's great, man. Yeah. But you know, at what cost? Uh. He's not as funny anymore? I don't know. That's yeah, true. That's not a joke. Oh, don't be uh, a dick. No. No, Ryan's great. Ryan's, Ryan's great. A... He's one of my top ten. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'd put him over Barnfest before you. The little thing I'm curating. <laughs> I'd, I'd pick Ryan, though. Do you want to talk about Barnfest? Yeah, guys. Uh, last Saturday of August, during the day, Pacific, Missouri, I'm doing Barnfest. Uh, it's this local DIY, like, punk music festival. They have an acoustic tent, I guess, or more like a barn. Uh, and part of that is a one-hour-long comedy block that I'm curating. And I haven't told them this yet, but I'm going to make them call it Old Spider Hand Spurlock and the Hot Rock Gang Presents an Hour of Stand-Up Comedy or something. Because that's another name I want to use, is Old Spider Hand Spurlock and the Hot Rock Gang. That was just your thing for a while. It, it was. was. But you got to specify that it's comedy, because otherwise it just sounds like a band with a lot of washboards. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. You do it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why the presents is there. Pokey Lafarge bullshit. There is like, I, because I don't know, I don't know if Ryan will be mad because I'm talking about it. I don't, I don't think he will. But he stays with his grandmother. Yeah. And uh, well, this is for like the unknowing public that don't know Ryan Dalton. But Ryan stays with his grandma, and I was over there once, and there's like this news clipping that his grandma has of like. <laughs> those kind of bands it was like kind of washboard bands like some sort of festival or something oh really yeah and I wish what is it I don't is remember it Mufford and Sons no it's not Mufford and Sons way more folksy that's twee shit the, the Mufford and Sons no 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 just the whole aesthetic of like you know, drink dysentery water from a tin mug kind of thing like twee there's like a whole like vibe of like Jack White 1930s mariachi band. I don't like it. It rubs me the wrong way. You're not a big fan of the White Stripes? Not really. I mean... The, Ryan would disagree. The whole blues thing is just like, whatever. Like, I used to be really into the Rolling Stones and, like, blues music in general. Like, actual blues music, like uh, Robert Johnson and mm -hmm. Alan Wolf and shit when mm -hmm. I was a kid. I don't know. You just kind of... I kind of grew out of it. It's just kind of tiresome to me now. Yeah, I grew out a lot of the, the shit I used to listen to. Because I, I... I mean, I still listen... Because I used to be really being like, Fall Out Boy and shit like that. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know this. Yeah. You know I, went, I was in a huge... I, like, Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco and... What's the name of it? Taking Back Sunday. I used to be really into shit like that. Yeah. And, like, I'll still listen to, like, Fall Out Boy occasionally. But... Like, and it's just the albums that I liked when I was... Whenever that shit was out. Yeah. And it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah. I used to be really into Coldplay. Yeah, I was in... I... What was the... Um, 
Because they had a song that was in a commercial that I really liked. Is it Viva La Vida? Yeah, Viva La Vida. Yeah, used to be really. I used to really love Viva La Vida. You know what? That album was produced by Brian Eno, though. I didn't know that. That was the first time I'd ever heard of him, so I can thank them for that. Give me the Eno. Yeah. Because you kind of... Yeah, it's weird how your music tastes. Not yours specifically, but no, like... No, the, the general you. Yeah. And no, the, I get it. Yeah, the, it is weird. The royal you. Uh, the royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. I still don't... This is going off track, but I still don't know what the royal we means. I think it means, like, the collective we. Mm-hmm. I still don't... I don't know what that means. I don't know. It's like tweet. It's whatever you want. Yeah, I guess. Follow Boy's not tweet. I wouldn't describe that genre as tweet. It's pop punk. Yeah, it's pop punk. It's just irritating. Yeah. Now, like, real punk music. Yeah, that's irritating, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I... Like, I don't know what it is. And it's not, like... Because I'm kind of into, like, stuff like The Descendants. Yeah. And uh, Bad Religion and other stuff like that. But I'm kind of more... I'm more into, like, punk punk rock that's, like, not from the 80s. Yeah. Like, I like Fiddler and uh, Mets and shit like that. As far as, like, classic punk goes... Here's why I described it to somebody the other day. There's, like, the three main genres. It's, like, proto-punk... Which is like the Velvet Underground, mm-hmm. uh, the Modern Lovers, what have you, and then punk, which is like you know the Ramones, the Clash, the Sex Pistols, and then post-punk, which is like Joy Division, Perubu, Fall, Swans. Uh, Swans is more like No Wave, I think, when they started out. No Wave was kind of a branch off from pop, uh, post-punk. But anyway, I think of the three punks, punk is the worst. Like of the three, mm-hmm. I think post and proto are a lot better. You know what I mean? But it's all bullshit. Doesn't matter. It's just music. I listen to the Ramones on occasion. They got a funky little bass. It all sounds exactly the same. The Ramones? What, like, what was weird about the Ramones is like... Because I had heard Blitzkrieg Bop like yeah. a long time ago. It was on a Tony Hawk game. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, and like I listened to that song and I was like... And then like realizing... And then hearing about the Ramones... Like today, and like, like here, am I like, oh, they did Blitzkrieg Bop? Like, that's punk. That's like, that was punk rock in the 60s. Like, that's weird. No, it was the 70s. Oh, 70s. Yeah. I thought it was, I don't know why I thought in it was. In the a... 60s, that was like proto punk. That was like the, the Stooges, MC5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think more of MC5. I think the Stooges might have been very early 70s. I don't know. My timeline's kind of fucked. No, I think the Stooges debut album came out in 69. I don't know what anything you're talking about right now. Beefheart is considered proto-punk. That was late 60s. I know Beefheart. You told me about Beefheart. Yeah, he's great. A lot of my, uh, not a lot, but, like, a good half of the non-rap music I listen to is probably because of you. Yeah. Because you put me on to a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know, just gotta keep expanding the brand. Yeah. And then the other half is, like, shit I found. Yeah. Um... What were we talking about? Music taste. Yeah. We were talking about how, like, okay, like... Yeah, you said you found about you found out about Brian Eno because of uh, Coldplay. Coldplay, and then that expanded into shit like the uh, what was the with Brian Ferry? Roxy Music. Roxy Music and like his solo his solo stuff and all that. Other also, solo stuff. Uh, MGMT and Brian Eno are linked for me. Really? Because yeah, the first time I ever saw MGMT was on Saturday Night Live like five years ago. Um, they did their first song, and I I hated it. And then 
they did their second song, which was the song called Brian Eno. And I was like, wait, isn't that producer? This is kind of funny. And like I thought it was like really funny. They're just singing about a producer like he's a wizard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe there's something to these guys. And so I like looked them up. And then gradually I didn't hate them anymore. And I really loved them for a while. And now they're okay. That, I found out about MGMG through someone. Because they were on a Kid Cudi song. Yeah. Like back in like that's 2009. And uh, yeah, I really like Kid Cudi. And like that's how I found out about MGMT. And then I started listening to MGMT. Which again, I'm still like, I'm now like you. I'm like, oh, they're okay. Uh, yeah, it feels like they're kind of all over the place. Like I like what they're going for. It just doesn't work a lot of the time. Like their last album, half of it was like. I have not. I have not listened to their last album. Yeah. Isn't it like a self-titled album? Yeah, MGMT. Yeah. Uh, it, they take for fucking ever to make albums, and then when they're finished, it feels like they should have worked more on them. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes How, and no. It does. It like it doesn't make sense because like you. Like, how is it that you spent five years on this album, but it still sounds like you just rushed this out? Yeah, exactly. Maybe they do. I mean, most of that is touring and fucking around. I don't know what they do. They do just, they like, tour a lot? Not really. They do, like, a lot of foreign dates, I think. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to see them, and then, like, late 2013, they came to Peabody, and I was like, I'm good. Like, that's how much mm-hmm. it had gone. I just didn't want to see them anymore. Because mm-hmm. they're also kind of shitty live, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. The dude's voice is real reedy and, like, not in the way that I like. And, uh, people I've seen, my people I know who've seen them are like, yeah, they're kind of fucked up on drugs whenever they're alive, and it's not that good. I, uh, what was I going, what was I going to go from there? I don't remember. I don't remember where I was going to go from there, uh, but, I don't know. Where, where were we even talking that about That being before? said, Andrew Van Wingarden, the lead singer, who's from Columbia. Oh, yeah, that's why you're from Columbia, Missouri. One of the coolest fucking last names of all time. Van Wingarden? Jesus Christ. Also, I like his hair. I I wish I had that kind of flip and curl. You know, I kind of do. You've said that a lot uh, about a couple of musicians. Where you're like, I wish I had, like, them. Yeah. Their character. You said that about James Murphy? Yep. Where you were like, oh, I wish I had his beard and his synths. Yeah, his, his suit. I wish I could look good in a suit without looking like an asshole. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah, he just looks so good on that This Is Happening cover. God, it's just because he's like a schlubby 35-year-old. I don't think you can be uh, a young, youthful person in a suit and not look like a dickhead. Yeah. It's hard. Unless you're getting married. Even then, you no, still No, you kinda, still look like a dickhead. Yeah, I was saying, even then, you still kind of look like a dickhead. I see my dad's wedding photo. <laughs> what a fucking turd. I have not, I don't, I have not seen my parents' wedding photos. Mm, it doesn't exist. No, my parents are married. Oh, you're doing a, a joke? My parents are married for seven years. Andrew Van Wingard. <laughs> and Ben Goldwasser. That's his partner. That's a great name. That is cool. Not quite as cool, but still, like, pretty cool. He looks Goldwasser? Like, yeah, he looks kind of like Elijah Wood. You've seen him. The guy, the keyboard man. Yeah. He kind of looks... Like, that name, it kind of reminds... Because, like, in Grand Theft Auto, they're... Uh, they have this beer that makes fun of beer, I guess. It's called Piss Wasser, and that's what it reminds me of. Oh, and I think yeah. that's why that's not as cool. Uh-huh. It has the, uh, the S-set. That's the only thing I've learned from German class, is the S-set. What are you saying? S-set. The, like when aesthetic? There's, no, a when there, there's two S's in oh. German, there's two S's, and it turns and looks like a B. Oh, like, we've discussed this. Yeah, we, yeah. This, Cause I, yeah. Is that Brandon? Nope, that's a woman. That's not. No, that's not Brandon. It looks like Brandon's car. 
Unless Brandon grew his hair out. That's his first episode. The first episode with Brandon. Yeah. That'd be weird if we saw him while we were recording this. Yeah. Synergy. When, uh, just because we're, pa- we're about to pass by South Town Pub, uh, when I recorded, the when I recorded the episode with Brandon, we were on our way to Fitz's, and we saw the girl Ursula. Oh, that I, fuck. That I took the, took, we just saw her, and oh. uh, we talked about the time where, when we had to take the picture, and uh, she she made me put her face like up against her vagina her face up against her vagina oh wait my face up against her vagina i'm sorry i, I don't think i remember the story what happened uh it was for like that selfie picture okay we had like that selfie game they make you do and oh you're right yeah for ours oh we had to go, the we game had, show yeah yeah we had to go into the bathroom we went she dragged me into the bathroom and lifted up her skirt and i put my head under it and she was like and, like, I was kind of weird about it because I was still, like, kind of weird about sex. I still kind of am. Uh, and, like, <laughs> I put my face up against it, like, like barely touching it. It's just, like, like go, like, push yeah, more, closer. And, like, I... Into her vagina. Yeah. Was I, it my, my head was... I didn't know. She was wearing underwear. Oh, okay. I don't think... Uh, judging by that, I don't think she shaves. No. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But... Uh, and it was like I could smell it. It's great. Is she gonna listen to this? You think? No. Good. I don't think so. She creeps me out. Just from what I've seen. Yeah, she was uh, she's she's nice, but she's just like yeah, you're you're like abrasive. <laughs> you're very. And that's not like a thing where it's like oh she's fucking like she's fucking psycho. It's just like uh, like abrasive people in general are just like uh, you're not for me. Yeah, I just think everybody's kind of annoying. Especially people who are like twenty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Suck. And there's this whole, like, thing now with everyone's just, like... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. What? Whereas, like, uh, like girls... Because we know a lot of... Because you, cause your ex-girlfriend. Or... I don't know. But because of her, we uh, we know a lot of those people that are, like, kind of in their, like... They're, like, late teens, early 20s, and they're all very, like... Sh- like like excessively liberal and excessively PC and oh, yeah, stuff like I hate that. Them all. I fucking hate all of them. And it I ca- swear to God. I swear to God, I'd kill all of them if I could. But they're very nice people, and I agree with them. I agree with them almost completely. But I want to eat their fucking throats. Yeah, because the way day. they go, like I, I agree with your viewpoints. Because I'm, I'm, I, I don't. I'm I not, am a radical leftist. If I were not yeah. a comedian, I would probably be a terrorist of some sort. I but, doubt it. You, I doubt it. You don't have the willpower. Um, I don't have the willpower, but I do have um, the violent uh, propensity. You don't have. You're not violent. Um, but on the it, inside. <laughs> on the inside, and that's not what counts. That's true. Okay, let me par- let me back up. If I were not a comedian, I'd hand out a flyer or two. Yeah, that sounds right. And I would. Uh, I'd probably post more on Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, my point. You probably share a lot more links. Yeah, I would. You know what? If I weren't a comedian, I'd be one of these fucking shitheads. What? One of these people we're talking about who's like posting upworthy and is like, "Ooh, save the um, Pakistanis or whatever." Yeah, and it's fine if you care. Yeah. And it's fine. Like, and like, I agree. Like we said, we agree with those people. But like, the way you're going about it is so fucking annoying. It's just like the same thing with like radical right wing people, where they're just, yeah, you. God, you fucking dumb. And it's infiltrating comedy too. I was thinking about this a lot last night. 
because I had a lot of time to think because I was at work and it's mindless. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead and do it because we're almost here, so go yeah, ahead. Yeah, wrap up. Go into this and we'll a wrap up. A long time ago, a friend of mine I know posted a joke on Facebook, a comedian, mm -hmm. about suicide. And she posted it with like a disclaimer about how she's allowed to make that joke because of her struggles with mental health or whatever. And like, I get being socially conscious, but that's like fucking insane that she thinks she has to post a fucking disclaimer on a fucking joke, right? Yeah! Oh my god, I Like, really? Your feelings are gonna get that fucking hurt on a Facebook status? God. Again, people can be terrible sometimes. God, I just want to murder people. But then, here's the thing. <laughs> when I start thinking that way of how, like, I could be, uh, like, the moral authority, and, like, yeah, I, I could just kill annoying people, that's how, like, fascism starts. Yeah. And then you're just as bad as uh, the people we're reeling against. Because you're still policing uh, thought. And we're at the heavy anchor. Yep, we're here. That guy's kind of dark. Yeah, towards the end it got kind of dark and I stumbled a lot, but whatever. It was fun. This is nice. I like doing this. This is more This is more talky than jokey, and it was interesting. Well, that's good. Because uh, Ryan's is very jokey. And we're here, and uh, thanks for giving me a ride, Shaker. No problem. Here, for... well, we should do this. Uh, we should say what notifications we've got on our phones. My phone's on airplane mode, so okay. I haven't gotten any. Well, I have I have four Instagram likes. Ooh. I have a notification asking to verify my email from uh, the fucking Evernote. I have four Facebook notifications and three new text messages. Ooh, I don't I don't know. I'm not as popular as you, so I probably won't have that many. Okay. Well, but, uh, it was a nice little wrap up. Yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast, man. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right. All right. Bye, Namaste. everyone. Thanks for listening to Justin Needs a Ride. This podcast is part of the Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast Network, so check out some of our other podcasts. There's Instant Expert, hosted by Andrew Mahalovich, in which Andrew interviews comedians, improvisers, and other compulsive liars about jobs they don't have and topics they know nothing about. Check out I'm the Other Guy, where I, Christian Lawrence, talk to up-and-coming comedians about times they had a one-to-one, -one offstage experience with the greats of comedy. And of course, there's Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast, coming later which features audio from the comics and other performers recorded live at the longest-running independent comedy showcase in St. Louis. Bare Knuckle Comedy.